114 of the Hop Nation USA podcast. I'm Steve, and unfortunately, we have no Adam tonight. Thankfully, though, I am joined by low-grade Michael Winslow. (laughs) (laughs) On a diet. (laughs) On a diet. (laughs) The the affordable Michael Winslow, the one that this podcast can afford, Dennis, from First Sip Brewbox. What's going on, bugaboos? Missed you guys. Oh, welcome back. Yeah. We always like having you back. Mm. But he's my backup tonight because we are surrounded by the brewers of Couch Brewery because we're down in their town, right in Larimer, near the zoo, That's near Highland Park. That's how you say Park. it, Larimer? That's how I say it. I make stuff up. Oh, okay. I don't know if you had Where's a different Where's Larimer? Way. Larimer. <laughs> same place. I don't know. I just, I get confused. <laughs> but yeah, we're live the laptop at Couch Brewery and uh, we're joined by all three members of the owners and I just want to give them a chance to introduce themselves, so... Why don't you guys just go around the horn and tell everybody who he is, what you do's. My name is Darren Gailey, and I'm one of the owners of Couch Brewery. My name is Kerry Schaefer, and I am also one of the owners, and I make beer. And I'm Mike Perro. I'm not Kerry or Darren, but I'm also one of the owners, and I'm the sexy one of the group. <laughs> <laughs> He's got that right. <laughs> Darren, everybody has a uh, has an extra. Carrie brews, Mike's the you know the eye candy. What what's your extra? You just own. <laughs> we'll go into that later. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say if you met Darren, that's an, that's enough extra. <laughs> he is the extra. <laughs> right on. So yeah, we're down here, couch, and uh, obviously we're going to be drinking couch brews. So I'm going to turn it over to Carrie and expo- let him explain what the first brew is that we're drinking tonight. This is uh, Siesta Pale Ale. It's a, a take on a summer Mexican beer. It has ginger, which is not Mexican. Ginger, green tea, which is also not, not Mexican. Not Mexican, nope. <laughs> and guajillo, anillo, and... Pasillo. Pasillo. Oh, wow. Dried peppers. So Smoked dried peppers. Yes. So to balance the pepperiness we added the green tea and the ginger so you get a lot of ginger right off the nose and and then it uh, when you take that first sip and yes that is. <laughs> <laughs> i was like that. excellent you can't you can't sly plug his business <laughs> he gets an entire 30 second promo he gets stuff at the end you can't just keep giving him carrie well, says his first sip and I... <laughs> so when you take that first sip you get the the peppers come through mm. and the green tea is mm. kind of you shouldn't really taste it but it's there to round it out and balance it so it's one of my my favorite beers it's a seasonal for us uh it's version two this year last year we did a kind of little slightly different version but uh i like it a lot i don't know what do you think darren it always comes out on cinco de mayo um i love this beer because it's it's very complex you can't put it in one one spot it's very crushable i mean it's 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 not high alcohol at all Mm -hmm. um it is a great what i call lawnmower beer you can after you're done mowing the lawn or at a picnic or a barbecue, this is a great beer to drink. So um, 
I'm very, very pleased with this beer, as I am with all of our beers. People Unique look forward beers. to it. Yeah, it's uh, no one else is, is brewing something like this, so I think we're the few. Um, but, yeah, I love it. Most people, they usually, you know, whenever they hear it's got peppers in it, they think it's hot and spicy. But on the contrary, it's, you know, not spicy. You get the pepper, but it's not the heat of the pepper. And it's very drinkable. I mean, it's very unique. People drink it and go, wow, that's incredible. They just don't realize all the complexities to it until they actually take a drink of it and go, there's a lot to that beer. So that's why people come back for it all the time. There's that, really nothing that you can like put your finger on. Like whenever you drink this beer, it's not like, oh, I taste the smoked peppers or mm-hmm. oh, I definitely taste the ginger. It's uh, it's almost like eating a very finely crafted meal. You know, like like you, like you don't taste the salt in the meal or you, you don't taste the fishiness. You you just taste all the goodness. And I don't know how Carrie did it. We just do whatever he says <laughs> and. Uh, we follow his instructions, and as long as we follow his instructions, we're fine. That trinity of peppers is actually really common in Mexican cooking. And Mexican cooking and Asian-style cooking have a lot of overlap. So when you take those ingredients and put them into a beer, you come up with something that's, that's already established in the culinary wor- world, and we're just kind of moving it to the beer world. Right on. That's pretty cool. Well, I think it's time for Dennis and I to just kind of dive in now. And if you guys have some, you guys can get your own. <laughs> it's your place. <laughs> it's your place. Do as you please. But we yeah, absolutely I, have our own. Yeah. Look at uh, looking at this beer. It's really clear. It's really like yeah. has a nice deep amber color to it. Uh, I appreciate already in a, through the description you're giving. You said it was like a Mexican style lager, summer drinker. It, it's not a lager. Though. Oh, it's not it's a lager. It is an ale. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I can appreciate, though, that the fact that you didn't just go a lager with lime in it. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, you actually put a little more thought. Yeah. It's not one-dimensional. Thank you. Yeah. So, yeah, on the nose. It smells fresh and inviting. Yeah, you get a lot of the freshness on it. I don't get a lot of the pepper on the nose, but you get a lot of fresh, bright, you know, flavors right. in there. It's almost like a Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young of flavors <laughs> <laughs> didn't they kick young out <laughs> no i had this discussion earlier today with someone they invited young after crosby oh, stills and nash oh, were formed oh, yeah but okay. i but i have yet to verify that because i always thought he was kicked out too because he was a little nutty yeah no young was after but he also still might have got kicked out because the, they were they were three Talk together crosby stills and nash yeah and then young and then came. He, yeah You're young was later location. but they still might have kicked him out after we need to verify this yeah. somehow i did i just because i did see crosby stills and nash if only there live. was a platform that you could type in any At, uh, question and get an answer oh really yeah did they still sound as great as they did back in the day i said I don't know. I didn't see him back in the day. No, well, you can listen to recordings of them. <laughs> Did you just call him day? old? <laughs> Steve's like, I was watching Nick at Night reruns. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't see the original viewing of Green Acres. <laughs> I thought Steve was a Vietnam veteran, man. Uh, I, <laughs> could be. I do not look that old. I, look, I just got complimented at the beer store the other day, and somebody said I looked under 20, so. Mm. What? Yeah, I don't know. What's wrong with them? I don't know. I think the dude was actually just hitting. <laughs> I think they were in Vietnam. I, no, I just think the dude was hitting on me. So. Oh, yeah. Well, no. you are a very handsome man, Thank Steve. Thank you. Thank you, Darren. And your beard is quite majestic. Yeah. 
quite cuddly. Thank you. There's a lot of beards around this table right now. It's true. Actually, Harry has a solid mustache. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, Carrie has <laughs> a solid <laughs> 70s porn mustache. That is legit. <laughs> Thank you, Dennis. Thank you. <laughs> Carrie's got a good Hogan mustache. Oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> he certainly does. I think, it, I think it has to come down on the chin. Just a little a bit, bit more. more. Yeah, yeah. When, Ooh, come down on the chin when was Steve one of my favorite that, porns. I felt like Darren looked at you like it was the very first time. <laughs> oh, jeez. He was like, he does. <laughs> yeah, brother. Yeah, brother. He does say brother a lot. <laughs> He's mm. always telling us to eat our vitamins, too. Mm. And the amount of spandex shorts that he wears is inordinate <laughs> compared to... Well, they're very comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying you wearing more, you wear them more than the general population does. Do well, you really wear spandex shorts? Absolutely. That's bad. <laughs> That's actually it's not so cool. much a speedo, and it's not like compression shorts. Just kind of in between. Yeah. Poor yeah. Mike. Exactly what Hulk Hogan would wear. <laughs> this is going off in a weird direction. Should we continue? I mean, we can keep going down this road, or we can find out a little bit more about your brewery. That's <laughs> up to you. Steve is actually about, really good at segues, but he's okay about with we do this. making mistakes. Let's continue this and learn more about the brewery, and it'll be a fun oh, little journey okay. for everyone. I like where this yeah. is going. So, yeah, I... I mean, just to start out, like, how long have you guys been open? Like, 2015, I think? Uh, uh, 2015 is whenever we became incorporated as a business. Okay. 2017. In fact, it, um, we're just over two years old. Oh, nice. So, our doors opened just over two years ago. Man, it's been two years already. You know, it goes by, like, it, it feels like we've been here forever, and then, like, it also feels like, holy crap, we just opened up yesterday. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. know? So damn i remember coming down on opening night the wife and i you guys were running around like chickens with your head cuff just getting <laughs> so much stuff done um but even on opening night what i remember um and take away from this brewery was you guys were all here and you came out and just talked to everyone yeah we, we, you weren't hidden in the back you weren't you were out there mingling with everyone that came out to welcome you guys to the neighborhood no man we love we love our customers i mean like we really really love our customers a lot and that was one of the most at least to me i don't know about mike and carrie but one of the most surprising things is i knew that i would like meeting new people and yeah. stuff i didn't know how much i would like meeting new people especially steve i mean my god okay. <laughs> holy crap i hear he looks less than 20. <laughs> yes i have it on a good good source dennis i am if young I and handsome if i, I have to sell better, this you're strapping he lad. looks like a mix between brad pitt and george clooney with a beard yeah if you can imagine that okay all right yeah if you're, they you're were, selling it too hard now if dennis. they were both there, six five how about, how about this dennis a good looking version of a mix of brad pitt <laughs> You're selling it too hard. Losing the audience now. I can't. Now, now they're all like, we thought we saw Steve pictures of Steve before. Now they're all going back through and like pulling it up. And some like, of them might say, None of these guys look mm. Darren, you're right. None of these guys look good at all. This is what is this? Oh, that's Dennis. Turn Never ever sell yourself short, Steve. Never. I'll try not to. Uh, let's see, though. But back to your brewery. Keep it rolling. I, uh, You guys have a very awesome space in here that's the one thing your space is uh as handsome as i am Ooh. you know for breweries wow that is a huge compliment <laughs> thank is. you so much <laughs> <laughs> but yeah you, you guys have a great space here because it's completely unique it's uh it definitely strays from that finding the same metal stools there's not a single metal stool in here 
like everything is comfortable you live up to your actual name there are four couches five couches in here that i can see there used to be more we needed it uh we needed to vacate a couple of them just for space reasons Mm -hmm. for seating um some more couches are coming back but um as we've gotten busier and busier these couches like you know we're doing this interview sitting on our little corner living room here um where you could fit eight or nine people if you had tables we could fit 17 so those are those are things that we have to think about but we never want to stray away from our uh drink comfortably that's our tag Mm -hmm. so um whenever we opened this place we never wanted a place where uh there were metal chairs at least for me it's a personal thing my body does not they're awful my body is not (laughs) compatible with those metal chairs and it, it must be my hip bones or something like completely hit so uh that was a huge deal of mine like i do not want metal chairs in here period so uh yeah we tried to make it like super comfy super cozy in the winter time you know we have our it's a little faux fireplace but it actually puts off heat you know so you know people snuggle up over there you're more than welcome to snuggle up with the uh the old grandma afghans that we have (laughs) you know they're they're super snuggly and uh yeah we just want to make a place where people can come here and sit for hours and just relax chill out relax do whatever you want yeah Yeah. we have free wi-fi you want to come in here and and, you know just cruise the internet or do your work that's really super cool with us i was telling steven earlier you know we have people come in they play Magic the Gathering and Dungeons and Dragons. And, dude, it, like, you know, those are long games, man. You know, we're really cool with that. We really like whenever people just, like, want to come here and spend time. We have tons of games on our, uh, in our bookcase here. We have a whole bunch of really cool games that are brand new. We always do fun events. We always... In our bingo nights, that really took off and that you know that's another reason why we had to you know get more regular seats in here because we were filling up so much with the bingo nights on wednesday nights i mean it's just an incredible good time everybody just comes in and has a blast i mean dennis can, oh, as soon as he yeah. walked in well, yeah tonight, you know, he dennis was here for a first sip brew box bingo yeah so i gotta ask part of this kind of inviting i want to say homey environment that you've created is like it has a bit of a throwback to the 70s and a part of that is this giant bingo board that's the old <laughs> is the old school bingo board with you know just the lights behind it and like was this here or no, did you buy it, it was not okay so how bingo came about is wednesday was our slowest day mm-hmm. and we needed to figure out something how to how to bring more business in on a wednesday because it's the middle of the week people really aren't you know they already it's wednesday what right the right, hell right goes on on wednesday yeah so uh i have a cousin she lives in philadelphia she's very young like 23 24 and i said yeah (laughs) well i mean she's a little older than steve right but uh, i'm 19. (laughs) should you be drinking beer during this podcast oh shit (laughs) (laughs) hoisted on my own steve is drinking the near beer version of siesta that's right and it real goes wrong but we, we were we were discussing what we could do on on a wednesday and i was talking to my cousin and she's like do bingo and I told her she was insane. I'm like, you're absolutely crazy. And she goes, I'm telling you, bingo is huge. We're all from the era 
bingo was and you too you like old ladies play bingo absolutely and so we started with like screw it what the hell we'll just we'll we'll try this bingo thing we got one of those cheap little cages off of amazon and you know we're doing bingo and it just exploded from there so we had to get the bingo board we have like a real old school bingo machine it's a bingo king 5000 i don't know if you noticed that okay (laughs) it's top of the line but uh we're not in a neighborhood. We're in a very industrial area. So we really have to have events to bring people in. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's not a lot of foot traffic. You know, People have to have a reason to come here other than the beer. I mean, they can come right. in, grab a beer, and you know, grab that a bingo fort. keeps them all night. right. No one wanted to leave. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, like we got to like shoo people out the door at the end of the night. It's awesome. We have a great time. You were here. We had a first sip brew box bingo here. Yeah. And uh, it is we you know it's free we can't charge to do it right um we have prizes that we give away um you said beth actually takes a flight once a week yes yeah, so the uninitiated the they will look at these prizes and go well that's from goodwill or that's from some thrift store they would be absolutely wrong dennis as you found yep. out the other day i did i learned and um no our bar manager beth hops aboard our private jet our couch brewery g8 golf stream every day <laughs> g5 or no no every every uh sunday after close and she flies throughout the world and she goes to christie's auctions and she goes to sotheby's auctions she'll buy overflow and uh storage items from the smithsonian the kremlin oh, yeah. the vatican archives that they have many copies of and sometimes she gets a lot of items that are one-offs you know, so as you can see over there, Stephen, I mean, we have a lamp with a uh, uh, oh, little wow. cherub underneath it. That's a new addition. Yeah, that's a brand new addition. We're giving <laughs> that away. We also have a, a cat, a ceramic cat. And you would think, well, these are just things that people just give away. <laughs> You'd be absolutely wrong. That's true. I absolutely found that out firsthand. Darren, I am a man of taste, and I can tell that that cherub lamp dates all the way back to the 16th century. That is a Renaissance carving. That has been sure. reappropriated. I can see it. <laughs> oh my God! You have a very, very good eye. Wow. I've been watching although, a lot of antiques roadshow. <laughs> although Stephen, that is a copy of a 16th mm, century. Mm. Oh, oh see, yes, that is a copy. Although that copy is in marble. Right. They did modify it so they could have a uh, uh, a lamp that comes through with a nice, very beautiful, uh, nice shade. And uh, we don't have the provenance. Uh, Fin, uh, finalized on it, but we do believe that belonged to Teddy Roosevelt. Oh, okay. President. So it's a, he obviously brought it back from the Spanish American more than yes. Okay, you're right. So it does have that pedigree. All right, understood. Yeah, I very uh, yeah, very 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 very, very, very good eye though. Very, very good valuable. Eye. I, you can't tell it's a copy until you get up. Right, to right, it, right, so. right. I understand. But yeah. from here, I mean, you you did it. Yeah, indistinguishable. <laughs> Ingu- wow. indistinguishable. It actually looks pretty cool. I would love to take that home, but I have a feeling if I did, the wife will set me back here to sleep on this couch. So. <laughs> well, Dennis. Well, you're more than welcome to sleep here, Dennis. It's absolutely fine. Don't tease me with a good time. There's a couch and beer. I'm there. <laughs> you can sleep here. You can play your D&D. You can. Yeah. I mean, I've never actually played D&D. It's always been on my bucket list, but Magic yeah, the Gathering. You get started. Since I was a kid. Bring it like, down here, played, man. Like later on in life, I still have cards, man. I should bring some buddies down here. Yeah, that's a good way to get started. Just start talking to nerds and be like, can I join your party, guy? <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> Nerd. 
We were talking about how you have bingo, and that's one of the ways you differentiated you, yourself. We like to use that word because we like to talk in the parlance of influencers. That's the 2019 way to say things. You differentiated yourself. Yeah, buzzwords. <laughs> you need buzzwords and SEO words. We need all that things. You got to do it. Those keyword optimization. <laughs> yeah, but you guys have differentiated yourself with this bingo, and obviously it's become very popular. And it's you know one of the big features down here, uh, down here at Couch. But you also do other events that really draw in other people as well, like the Bob Ross painting. Right. So uh, Bob Ross is actually Carrie's son's fault. Uh, oh, I was like, wait. <laughs> so we were we were here early on a Saturday morning, and uh, Carson, Carrie's son, was with us. You can chime in at any time if you want to, Gary. Okay. Um, <laughs> he's like, You got this so on. far. <laughs> but, uh, you know, Carson being a seven-year-old boy, a little bit rambunctious, and uh, we needed him to stay away from us because we were doing some, you know, <laughs> like we were messing with hot liquid. We were making chemicals beer and, hot and chemicals. And, and so Beth, our bar manager, our, our front of house mission, she manages everything front of house. Um she uh, said, hey, Carson, come here with me. And she sat him down and she put Bob Ross on. And, you know, he was, of course, enamored with it. We totally forgot about this. So we opened up. We're still cleaning. We're still brewing back there. Um, and we noticed when all of our customers came in, they were stuck right around the TV. Everyone was, <laughs> it was like a little stadium of people just watching Bob Ross. And we're like, Maybe we're on to something here. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> everybody sits yeah. there and watches Bob Ross. Yeah, so that is the Bob Ross TV. Usually 90% of the time Bob Ross is on there. And um, so we decided, uh, maybe we have like an art class or like a painting class. We found out, doing some research on the internet, there are actually Bob Ross certified instructors on the wet on wet method. Oh, okay. Like they paint just like Bob Ross. So we, we found one of them, Sandy Hughley, and um, we sell tickets to these events. You walk in with nothing, you will walk out. With your own Bob Ross. With your very own Bob finish. Ross. And, oh, man. And, and, 100% and, and, finish. Yeah, 100% finish. Try and hang. Yeah. Uh, Carrie will uh, he'll set up a camera. Uh, Sarah, uh, Sandy will be on all the TVs. She'll have a microphone. So and and she also has helpers and stuff. And it sells out very quickly. Wow, you know? that's pretty cool. Yeah. So um, yeah, we have that. We have trivia. We have all kinds of, of events. We um, we love doing fundraisers for nonprofits here. Mm -hmm. So. Um, well, you guys just got done uh, doing the, uh, the the Veterans Brew collaboration. Oh, yes. Yeah. Because Dennis was a part of that as well. And yep. you all guys. down here. Yeah. So love. I'm an Army vet. I found out Dennis is an yep. Army vet. I think we had the same job in the Army. <laughs> similar. Yeah, very, very similar jobs in the Army. Which actually explains a lot. <laughs> yes. But, uh, yeah, we were both at Fort Gordon. You, did you go oh, to yeah. Fort Jackson for basic? No, I went to Fort Betting for basic and Ooh, then right Fort down Benning. the road to Fort, uh, Fort Gordon. I guess, you know, post 9-11, they thought, hey, well, you're going to be doing a lot of work with infantry. How about you go train with them? I'm like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but I did. <laughs> and it was fun. <laughs> so, yeah, you guys have quickly bonded and yeah. now and you're it, it was that event that you were like hey we need to come yeah. down for bingo you and guys are now yeah that was yeah. the very first time that i met you I'm like, yeah this guy's pretty cool man yeah. you guys are now pittsburgh's number one bingo duo that's true because <laughs> i can't name a single other one you know what sometimes <laughs> if you're not first you're last there you go <laughs> 
right on so yeah i mean this space is really great and the beer we've been drinking here the the siesta is that's really it's really different from what you would get from people usually just churn out a mexican lager with lime that you almost never taste on the other hand this is an ale with ginger and peppers and you like as i continue to drink it like i wasn't getting a pepper burn like this is not a hot beer in any way but i was getting kind of you know the smokiness build up on my palate i can just kind of taste you get the flavors of the pepper in there and then like everything else is fresh and easy drinking it's just a really nice beer to just kind of sit down and you know you already said carrie that it's just like a summer crusher and that's what it is like we've been drinking a lot of these for the past couple episodes but i'm you know i'm not tired of them but this is you know right in my wheelhouse of something if i'm tailgating i drink this thanks steve yeah thank you dennis thoughts i definitely agree with that <clears throat> steve um it smells like a fresh i, I can't even put a, a word to it just a fresh bouquet on the nose so you it's very very inviting and as you drink it i'm a big pepper fan i actually have a small garden of about eight different peppers growing mm -hmm. out back right now so i could definitely appreciate this and you can taste so if you think of like the skin of a pepper how complex that is how many different tastes you have it really comes through throughout the whole beer so i mean i know there's not such thing as a healthy beer out there but if there was <laughs> this tastes like it i feel like i'm doing my body a service <laughs> it's got ginger it's got peppers those are both healthy things yes, yes. <laughs> the check yeah. engine light of my body came has green tea which is an anti green tea also yeah. also good yeah so many flavonoids yeah buzzwords 29 buzzwords Flavonoid. Yeah, yep. If you want, if you want spicy, good. Dennis, take one of these. Home. Oh yeah, <laughs> I love spicy. <laughs> oh yeah, we. Uh, I think everybody on the show loves spicy. But uh, yeah, all right. So that's one beer down, and we learned a little bit about couch and the events going on here. We're going to take a break, come back with segment two, and we're going to try to get a little bit more in depth about the brewers, find out their philosophy on things, and uh, what they like to do and what they like to brew. So we'll be back. First Sip Brew Box is a one-of-a-kind subscription service for craft beer lovers based right here in Pittsburgh. Every month, First Sip will send you a box full of craft beer enthusiast essentials, including t-shirts, glassware, and even food. Right now, our friends at First Sip Brew Box have an offer for you. Just sign up for a three-month subscription and get your fourth month free. Just enter the code HOPUSA when you sign up at FirstSipBrewBox.com. That's H-O-P-U-S-A at checkout to get your fourth month free at FirstSipBrewBox.com. It's episode 114 of the Hop Nation USA podcast. I'm still here with Dennis, Darren, Carrie, and Mike, and we're all sitting around on the couches at Couch. That's true. It we makes are. sense. Let me check. Yep, yeah, still sitting. Yeah, math checks. Couches and couch. Yeah, I like couch on couch on couch. <laughs> so let's just jump right into the second beer. I'm gonna leave it up to whoever wants to grab it. But why don't you introduce the next beer? This is Baja 1000. It's a brute IPA. Uh, we've made it a few times. This version ended up being a little bit higher in alcohol than than usual, but uh, it's pretty drinkable. It's made with pilsner grains and uh citra yeah and equinox what makes it dry is there's there's absolutely no sugars left in it at all mm -hmm. um, the yeast eat up every last chain molecular chain of sh sucrose that they can so it's very dry 
Also, did, did you accomplish that straightly with yeast, or did you use uh, there's like some sort of extra enzyme that people have been adding to mm. brutes that I can't remember because yeah, it's long we, science. It'll finish like a regular beer will finish like ten oh eight if mm-hmm. you're lucky to get get it dry. We add some enzyme and we get it. I think this one went down to point nine nine eight. So okay, we got it under a thousand. Right on. So that's what we call it, Baja One Thousand. Baja One Thousand. IPA. That, that was one of those you created. Yeah. It, that named it. The name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that happens a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's a super super drinkable beer. This one came out at nine point three. Um, you would never know that it's a nine point three percent beer. Um, we had just got a new grain mill, and our efficiency went way up. Ah. And this was the very first beer that we brewed yeah. with that new grain mill. And um, we were all very, very astounded about how high the alcohol was on this one. Just kept going up. <laughs> yeah. So, but I mean, it's, this is another, this is a deceptively crushable beer. Um, people will drink one of these expecting to see some kind or to experience some kind of alcohol burn or, or hum to it. And there is absolutely none. And that is all a testament to Carrie and his patience. Um, <laughs> it, it, I mean, it, it truly is. Like, whenever this reached its final gravity, it was it was a boozy beer. Yeah. And, and Carrie's like, just let it. Let it sit in condition. Just Yeah, just let it mature. And, I mean, I mean yeah, Dennis, I mean, don't touch. you taste it now. I mean, it, it is a um, very, very deceptively... I don't want to say dangerous, but it's a very deceptively... It's sneaky. It's Yeah, I mean, it's a very sneaky beer. We have a strange knack for making high alcohol, very, very drinkable beer. So if, if you're here in the wintertime, we have like our Belgians. <laughs> and we have our Belgians that come out. Uh-huh. We, we have our... our um, I think our highest was 9.3 this year on the Belgians. Was that right? Uh, that sounds right. I'm horrible at keeping track of things in my head. Yeah, Carrie has to write everything down. But <laughs> I write everything down. Our, our, um, our Belgians were all very high alcohol. I mean, they were all under ten percent, mm-hmm. but they didn't. They drank like a like a four point eight beer, you know, and they all were exquisitely tasty. Um, we say bombshell. Bombshell was like. We still get requests for bombshell. We, we, we still had an outside request from uh, one of our uh, customers who um, that we distribute to, and he's like, "When's do you have any more bombshell?" And I'm like, "Dude, that's been gone a long time. It'll come back in in the winter time." Yeah, you know, for me, and that's the key too. Is like, I if I'm drinking beer, I want to drink beer. I don't want to, you know, taste like I'm drinking a mixed drink or something like that. Mm-hmm. And like even this one at you know nine point three, it's so deceptive because it's smooth. It, it you don't realize that it is potent it is until you look at it and go, oh, I didn't realize it was that. But it's you don't get any aftertaste of the alcohol or anything like that. And that's one thing that you know all the beers that we do have always been really smooth finishes like that, and you don't get that pucker face from having the alcohol burn with it right on i think it's time for dennis and i to take our drinks and see what we got going on here i mean looking at it it, the one thing that i like about brood ipas is how amazingly clear they are and wow this looks like it's an hd (laughs) yeah it's it's super clear you can can see the tiny little bubbles coming from from the bottom it's still like 
most of these are meant to mimic you know champagne and this one does it pretty well because it's incredibly pale like you know 0.5 on the srm yeah <laughs> and yeah, then that's true yeah that's true. And we like to say that you can read a newspaper through that yeah beer. you totally could and it, it wow. also has that effervescence of like uh, a champagne on the nose it's got a lot of fresh hops as, nice. on it as well oh yeah that's yeah. everything i remember <laughs> yeah you've had it before i haven't yeah this is one of the few times where we're trying beers where i've done some reconnaissance and you have yeah you're ahead of me for a change <laughs> uh, you had a very good night that bingo night the first sip brew box that was good that i'm was happy very... it takes me like an hour and a half to break down yeah <laughs> but if you just look at this i mean the, the the clarity of this beer it is the exact opposite of a hazy i mean it is mm -hmm. i mean it the... actually oh, yeah. magnifies like i can see the prints on my fingers through the glass. Yeah, it acts like, like, it acts like a refraction lens. And, and magnification of my finger. <laughs> the hops are really fresh on it, and it like it's, it's, I don't find it as dry as some of the other brutes I've had. Like some of the other brutes I've had have been like dry to the point where it's almost like, I don't know, you, want, you don't want to keep going back to it. Right. Whereas this one's like refreshing. It, now, I know exactly what you're yeah. saying, Steve. There's been some that I've had that actually have left like a weird taste in my mouth. Mm -hmm. Like it's so yeah. dry, it like sucks the moisture out of my tongue. Yeah. Um, but this, it, it's super refreshing. I actually thought of a good name for it too. If you guys do a second version, call it the Sneaky Pete. <laughs> this guy will get you you have you know three or four of these i hope you're at home on your couch Sneaky Pete was also one of my favorite porn movies from the Ooh. 70s i don't know if you knew that no i did not know yeah. that ron jeremy i believe that was one of his first roles oh, man. there's Ooh. nothing sneaky about that guy no. <laughs> you know. it's coming in high and hard baby <laughs> get you. someone order a pizza <laughs> But no, this is also from the mind of Carrie, man. I mean, I, I, we like to tease Carrie and call him our delicate genius. Mm -hmm. But like, he, he really is. He like, what does that mean? <laughs> I got it from Seinfeld. But um, he was, George was trying to reschedule a, a doctor's appointment. And he wasn't able to. And um, George Costanza went off into some kind of rant that we can't disturb the delicate genius, which is oh, yeah, a yeah, physical yeah. therapist. So uh, me and especially our general manager, Beth, we always call Carrie our delicate genius whenever we're talking about him. But like he really is. He's like a genius when it comes like Carrie has hard lines on stuff where he won't cross. And one yeah. of them, yeah. one of them, we we made a beer a couple years ago. It was a brown ale called Telly. Everyone seemed to enjoy it. Carrie was like, no, we were, we are I did done. Not like that. Carrie did not like that beer, and we're we're not going to make that beer again. We'll probably make another brown ale we'll, at some yeah, point. Yeah, we'll do a different brown. But okay, he doesn't. So it wasn't the style. It was just. No, it was just that that particular I, recipe. It wasn't up to the standards of our delicate genius. <laughs> you know, now that you say that, Darren, I can see Carrie going, no, it's dead to me. <laughs> Carrie was a hipster long before that term even no, existed. But like, it, like, Carrie is also a fantastic chef. I, I used to be. Now that oh, I no, make no. beer, you I don't, don't have time stop to being cook. A fantastic <laughs> no, you stopped cooking French country cooking because you were going through too much butter, and that was a dark day. <laughs> it was a very dark day when you made that announcement. I didn't know there was such a too thing much, as too butter? much butter. That, yeah, yeah. Everyone Does not knows butter if you're cooking your French. Pump more efficiently. <laughs> I would go up to Carrie's and like we would cook dinner, and, and Carrie would make hollandaise sauce, and we would put it over everything. Mm, we put it Jesus. over pork and sauerkraut. It is 
utterly fantastic yeah. if you ever yeah. get the opportunity to do it. I'm hoping it's super like easy to make too. Weekends, I'll get like, that like, but like there. nobody makes hollandaise <laughs> sauce anymore. And then uh, yeah, because it's all butter. It's, it's, it's utterly fantastic. The food pyramid kind of shuffled a little bit. But then, like, no but like all of a sudden, Carrie stopped making French country cooking, and we're like, Carrie, what's what's why? And he said, because I'm eating two pounds of butter a week yeah. on my own. No, no, I get it. Yeah, that's a thing. Because it will kill you. Will yeah. kill now that's the true sneaky Pete. But you know, Carrie is an excellent chef, and and that has absolutely transferred over into. Our beer, you know, Carrie makes. I mean, you have you had Siesta. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you've had this brute IPA. You know, a lot of people will be like, "Let's just get this beer out the door as soon as it's done. Right. As soon as it's final gravity, get it out the door." And our, our delicate genius, Carrie, like, no patience. You know, he's like, uh, you know, I don't know grasshopper. Whenever it's time to, yeah. whenever it's I time, I see him roll his eyes. And I was like, I know that look. Nope. <laughs> Every time nope. I come up with an idea, I tell the wife, I get that same look. So like, so like, we're crashing our um, um, rye kolsch. You know, and it's it's been crashing, and it tastes absolutely wonderful. If you guys want to try it, we can oh, absolutely yes. try it. It's, it's not carbonated, flat, but I it's flat. and I love rise. <laughs> but it's not clear enough for the delicate genius. Nope, we have to crash it some more until it completely flocculates out. But, you know, that that is the beauty of having Carrie as your head brewer. And that is also the frustration of having <laughs> Carrie as your head brewer that... Uh, no beer is done before right. it's time. I think that's part because craft beer is a mixture of science and art. So I For think sure. that definitely plays right in perfectly with, mm -hmm. you know, with, with Carrie's principles. Especially if you're coming from a chef background because oh, it's God. the same thing. Oh, I'm so happy. Well, I, I just like to cook. Up. Don't not, not well, chef. Dude, don't, <laughs> do not undersell yourself like I told no, Stephen no, earlier. This French handsome cooking. bastard right here. Do not undersell yourself. You are an absolute. I mean, I love Carrie's cooking. If the day ever comes back where Carrie says, I'm going to start cooking French style again. All of us are going to his house, and we're never going to leave after that. Obviously, you, all three of you, have known each other for a while. Yeah. Uh, and I was reading, I did a little research on my own. I, you know, checked up. Uh, but you guys all were working together in Johnstown at a TV station. Right. Which, I mean, that speaks to me because I edit my own TV show for MCA TV and the Moon Township public access channel you can watch episodes of yin's brewing every monday wednesday friday and saturday plug. Sweet plug. <laughs> but yeah as a, as somebody who also works in media i you know appreciated you know that you guys all met in the tv station what were you guys doing there like what were your jobs there i was a maintenance engineer carrie was a cameraman i basically did as little as possible yeah photographer carrie was a, <laughs> and, and mike did promotions yeah it was promotions <laughs> right on how long did you guys work there and before you became enamored with the idea of becoming brewers? Oh, years and years ago. I mean, I met Carrie. In fact, I know the day that I met Carrie was, I think it was February 1st, 1993. I remember the day that I met Carrie. Mm -hmm. That picture Carrie of looking at that recliner. You know, <laughs> yeah, well, well, that, well, that was the day that Carrie perfected recliner. That was a, <laughs> that was a, a beautiful day for Carrie. We actually captured that moment that we... Uh, Carry perfected recliner still style. working on it. but um <laughs> no we, we we all work together i mean dude we've i've known carrie since 93 i've known mike since 96 97, 97. i was the last um, one to join the group i came up from texas yeah and uh so 
Mike and I did not overlap at the TV station. I had been gone a week, and then Mike came. But then, you know, he was... We were all in the same group of friends. And, um, yeah, we always kept in touch. I moved to Pittsburgh in 98. Carrie moved here in 99. 2000. 2000. Mike was shortly after 2008. that. 2008. Oh, 2008. Yeah. And, um, and then Carrie with his... Carrie doesn't like to do things the easy way. <laughs> so, and for, for instance, his brother had to go to a wedding one time, and they didn't have a flask. So his brother welded himself a flask out of stainless steel, like the night before the wedding. <laughs> yeah. And well, he made one for everybody. Yeah, he made one for, and like, yeah. like he like fabricated it out of, out of just sheet metal. And it's a beautiful flask, although it's a nine sixteenths uh, stainless steel which I know because he brought that to my wedding whenever I got married. Carrie's exactly the same way. Carrie will make everything that you know. He won't buy anything pre-made. So Carrie likes beer. Mike's like Mike likes beer. They started brewing beer. You started with like a kit, and you immediately yeah, yeah. discarded that. Correct. Uh, we did three or four kits and then we started just making our own recipes yeah the, 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 the delicate genius that we can do better on our own mm-hmm. so after you did those few uh beer kits did you just jump right in all grain brewing i kind of went to more dme and lme and then added some uh grains to seep and then uh went into the all grain after that but it was like uh I've kind of I've dabbled in homebrew for probably 12, 13, 14 years or so, off and on. I I get really into it and then take a break and then get back into it, and it it kind of prog- it definitely progressed from just buying the kit with everything measured and basically just add water and yeast and let it go to all right. Well, what does this malt do and what does that malt do and what do these hops do and and why are there you know so many strains of yeast when they all just kind of eat sugar right but then you start learning more and more about it and i started out i bought a few books and uh the like if you put that stack of books on the desk it would be like two or three but now even even you know almost probably 15 years later now that stack of books is probably two stacks three feet high oh man and they're there if i need to reference them now it's so easy to look things up on the computer now right then there's so much good information out there that i don't always have to hit those books but i've kind of always been into having books and having a library and and having a, a place to uh, resources to to research things and stuff so it's gotten insane maybe a little bit Carrie and I live next door to each other now and when I moved in with him that's when we really got hardcore into the the brewing because you know at the time you know a good case of craft beer would run you you know forty dollars and oh, stuff yeah. and yeah. you go through that in a weekend and we got you know we started <laughs> we started yeah. acquiring equipment and everything else and it was you know we could brew our own beer for you know seven bucks for two and a half cases and stuff like that and we just continued every weekend we'd do two batches every weekend for months straight it was it was just crazy and yeah when we started got coming over and 
drinking our beer and everything. It was like, hey, this is pretty fun. When we got super serious about it, we we were doing two five-gallon batches, totally different. Mike would brew something, I'd brew something, and we'd do that on a, a Saturday or Sunday, depending on a weekend schedule. And we did it almost every weekend for a solid year. It was it was pretty rare that we missed anything if, if somebody was out of town or something we missed it the but, best part you know was it allowed our friends to come over and our friends would hang out and it was a it was a nice drawing point for everybody you know and that's why we thought you know this is a great thing to do because you know this is a great place for friends to come and hang out we get to meet yeah, new yeah. people become friends with new people and stuff i mean like throw stuff on the grill yeah we yeah. we meet so many great people in here and that's what's really fun about it and as a home brewer myself i know if you're brewing beer you're also drinking beer mm-hmm. so if you got people coming over they're trying what you're brewing and then you're brewing more and you got it's just yeah. a cycle <laughs> yeah and, and my, one of my favorite things is always watching people drink your beer because you could you can't people can't hide their reaction right you know yeah. you see it right away in their face if they like it or not so it's always it's to me it's fascinating just watching that reaction do, do you remember what the first beer that you brewed that like really hit that like everybody was taking it down you're like oh this is a good one um yeah darren could chime in with this uh lawyer destroyer lawyer destroyer <laughs> warrior destroyer well oh man the one the one beer that made me decide or made or, or gave me the idea that maybe we should start this for real is the next beer that you're going to drink and it was one of the very first versions of raspberry duvet so mike and carrie were, were brewing beer and it was fantastic you know mike was making the mike Pero beer the the ipa with pear in it. uh yeah. carrie was doing his <laughs> thing so mike was more the ipa guy carrie was the uh more if carrie could marry a stout he would marry stouts <laughs> um so and it's it's it was absolutely wonderful your friends are giving you this wonderful like free beer and carrie said here i want you to try something and he put in front of me one of our it it was it was the beer that really turned me into thinking that this was a very very viable thing and it was raspberry duvet so it was it was a very early version of raspberry duvet it was the first version of it yeah the yeah. very first version <laughs> That's pretty early yeah and, yeah. and carrie put it in front of me because hey what do you think of this and i drank it and what were the first words out of my mouth carrie i think you finished the beer before you well yeah it. but, but the, <laughs> the first words out of my mouth when i finished the beer was i think we could start a business on yeah. this yeah. wow what year was that 2013 wow that sounds right yeah yeah late 2013 it was it was after the raspberry harvest which typically in the north america raspberry harvest <laughs> no freaking clue when the raspberry <laughs> i was like Ooh, i was going like probably like right now, so. like late summer sometime i would well, there's say two there's an early and a late my girlfriend has a farm. Oh, okay. Plus, like, is plus he is a delicate genius, so he would know that there's two harvests for raspberry. Plus, he has Google. But uh, Carrie has a really good raspberry uh, pie recipe. So, so that's where like all of this started was from the the next beer that you're going to try is raspberry duvet. Yeah, but the best story though is whenever. So, so back to lawyer destroyer. So back to lawyer destroyer. My wife. Uh, 
left her previous job and decided to go to law school and she graduated law school. She graduated number one in her class. She's a very successful lawyer now. So for the party, Mike and Carrie made a Belgian called Lawyer Destroyer, which was 10%. Is that correct? Yeah, it was about 10%. It was, basically, it was just a Belgian triple, and then, yeah, you know, because, a, because of what it did to everybody at the party, it became... But, yeah, yeah, so... <laughs> oh, so you had a lot of victims. So, and, and, and we had coolers full of Sierra Nevada, you know, Oscar Blues. I mean, everything. There was... Uh, and the, the beer that we uh, brewed was out in the garage in this old GE refrigerator. So we had this big bash at our at our house mike and carrie brought down the beer and everybody was drinking well my brother-in-law stole a ton of raspberry duvet remember that yes yes so chris if you're listening you son of a bitch (laughs) (laughs) he stole a lot of that beer he uh he brought growlers down to a party (laughs) that's like premeditated murder and like all we had were six stoles of we had we had a six stole lawyer destroyer and a six stole raspberry duvet they completely drank all of our beer. In fact, in, in, in one of the lawyers, Joe, I won't say his last name, so I don't want to embarrass him. He thoroughly loved the lawyer destroyer. And he was singing uh, Doors. <laughs> he was singing the Doors. <laughs> and, uh, I kind of uh, remember that, yeah. <laughs> suffice to say, everybody had a really, really good time. Good. They all drank the homebrew. Well, and, and to Joe's defense, too, Lawyer Destroyer was once again one of those where you didn't taste the alcohol. Yeah, so it was, it was, was kind of like... Sneaky it, 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 yes. it was kind of like uh, Baja 1000. Like, it didn't taste like a 10% beer. It was a, a Belgian triple. Yeah, and yeah. but like after wow. two of them, you really felt that, you know? And um, it, suffice it to say, everybody had an awesome blast. Um, we were very happy with the the informal market research that we did. Yeah. For us, and you know, we're we're a couple of years older than everybody else who's in this game. For us, beer was always a fun thing. Beer was always always about fun. It was always about your friends and your family, and it was always about good times. Hanging out, yeah. Everything that we ever did was about. I don't know, for lack of a better word, love. You know, we, right? You know, people ask us like, "Why do we get into this business?" And you know, oh, it's to make great beer. But for us, it wasn't. It was all about like that love, that camaraderie. Like, I love Carrie. I love Mike. I, I love, love brewing too, beer. I, you know, I, I love that we have a business together. I love that we make new friends. I love that we. Are, are expanding and, and, and getting bigger we truly have a lot of fun too i mean people come in and they get to know meet us and start talking you know people come in with a, for a tour and you know it's like they walk out going wow these guys are fun you know it's yeah, so like, like so like <laughs> yeah. you know like this podcast was be like an hour and 20 minutes it's going to be nine hours long but you know like <laughs> our beer tour is supposed to be five minutes long it turns into like an hour beer tour just like yeah. bullshitting and having a good time with people you know just from the time I've spent here, this is my first time here, but the time I spent here and the way you guys talk about your customers and the way you talk about your events and the way you talk about the people you draw in, like, you know, before we were on the mic, you know, Darren, you were telling us about, you know, how you know all the people who come to play bingo. Yeah. And, and it's really, I'm getting the sense that this is just like a neighborhood bar, but you also brew your own beer. Right. This isn't, uh, you know, it, it's, it's, it's 
goes beyond you know just like oh come on in and we've got you know taps of miller and cores we've got our own stuff and we want you to enjoy it right and so yeah i'm, I'm you know that's what i'm digging about this place is like you know you have your regulars and just getting regulars is a nice thing because you're not getting people who are just uh you know fly by night or traveling or just you know waiting for your next can release you just have people in here who love your beer and you know it, love talking to you guys and, and like they're genuinely our friends they're mm-hmm. i don't know if you can see it from here but underneath that weird clock wooden thing by the cupid a, statue um <laughs> no next to the mirror to, to below the, the, the mirror. oh below the fish. yeah below the fish for everybody at home this will make more sense to you if you come down yeah <laughs> it's, it's like it's stop by and look at it <laughs> but there's a note there and it was from one of our customers kyle the bearded arboreal kyle cat i was not in here kyle was here and he left a note saying that he missed me hey man Aww. you know <laughs> like, like stuff like that. i mean dude that really touches you yeah you know, like, this is someone i never would have met unless we opened this place uh the other day we had a couple that you know they're a younger couple that have you know they've been customers for a couple years now mike and yassi and oh yeah yassi's yassi, awesome. not, you know she's due to give birth any day now and they stopped they saw we were down here brewing stopped in to say hi you know it's yeah, like, like people like we, we would have never open. met like people just stopped me like it's it's so goddamn wonderful to me like just genuinely beautiful nice people mm-hmm. you know and uh i think the beer is like a byproduct of that i mean it's, it's not that we're not serious about the beer i mean like, my god you've tasted our beer yeah. it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's the real it's the, be- the, real the beer, beer is the reason to come together but you know, it, it just facilitates. But, but like, Yasi can't drink because she's pregnant. Right. They still stop down the right, right connected right. with us. And, like, I love that part. I think that shows that you guys are doing it for the right reasons, right? Mm-hmm. You're using craft beer as a catalyst to, to create these relationships. But unlike a lot of breweries out there, it's not a transactional relationship. A lot of the times you go and you pay five fifty, six, seven dollars yeah. for a pint. And then you're like, that's good beer. And then you leave. That, it, that's not the atmosphere that I get here at Couch no, we, Brewery. You know, we, 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 we do have, like, our definite regulars. You know, there's right. a lot of people that are definite regulars. And that, that's one thing, especially for me, that was very, very hard to learn, is, like, how to remember people's names. Oh, God. <laughs> because, like, me, you know, me personally, Darren said he's bad with names. It took me 16 years to remember my own name. So <laughs> it wasn't until I got my driver's license that I, oh, yeah, that's who the hell I am. But uh, I'm still very bad with names. But I remember pe- seeing people and talking with them and everything. And, and it's, it's just the incredible amount of people we met i mean one of our customers is the one that designs our can labels he's a fantastic graphic artist and you know he just absolutely loves it and enjoys what he's doing so you know we wouldn't have these awesome cans without him so yeah i mean i I definitely dig you guys' cans they stick out and they have the real feeling because they they all have that kind of 70s retro vibe to them that you know also your space does so it's all stays on brand so yeah that's really cool it's definitely it, was, nice. it was an unintentional brand, believe it or not, though. I mean, it wasn't like we sat down and said, yeah, you know, we're, we're, we're looking for a 70s vibe. Mm-hmm. We're all kids of the 70s. And this was like, 
this was very comfortable to us. Right. Yeah. It's just, it's just yeah. what you're drawn to. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> yep. and it's you what know, you know. Yeah. It's, it's, it's stuff it's, that we grew up with. And yeah. And so like, you know, and... the, the recycled pallets and metal chairs, that is completely not us. Right. You know? That's also just like a fabricated, like that's, that's a fabricated put forward brand. It's not, it's not interesting if you walk right, into like a place. Industrial, commercialized. Yeah, because every, yeah, everybody has it because that's what people are trying to sell. They want the Edison lights and the same. Right. Yeah. It's the. Uh, I don't know. It wasn't like we set out to do this. It just kind of happened mm-hmm. like this. I know we were talking about buzzwords earlier before the podcast. Uh, you know, it was organic. Yeah, right. Organic. Organic. It's important. Yes. Influencer. GMO, baby. Yeah, GMO. <laughs> SEO. SEO. Yeah. Inflection points. As, as a marketing person, you know, one thing that I've always been told is you don't, you know, you can throw out a brand out there and, and but the brand makes itself. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it, you've, de- that brand, the whole brand developed itself and then, you know, we're smart enough to roll with it and, you know, because you can't, you could throw out a slogan and go whatever, but unless you actually live it, breathe it, and right. everything else, then it doesn't, you know, doesn't become a viable brand. And everybody walks in and gets that, you know, groovy, chill feel now and stuff like that. It, you know. Drink comfortably is more than just putting your feet up and having a beer. It's it's about being welcome, and everybody is welcome here. And that's one of the things that I love the most about being here. Everybody's welcome. Come in, hang out, drink comfortably. Almost. Dude, well, I saw I that. Saw that. I was like, because I already heard earlier that pants were optional. I was like, hey, if you want to drink comfortably, I got a couple pants tips. Are optional. There is no law that says you can't serve someone without pants. They can't have shoes, or they they must have shoes and they must have a shirt. I could do those things. Right. Hey, boxers <laughs> are still pants, pants, though. Yeah. Genation. Pajama bottoms are more than welcome here. Oh, but yeah, we should have pajama night, man. You know. That's another Ooh, event. That idea. would actually be really cool because yeah. being an adult's hard. I'm just trying to make my life as easy as possible. <laughs> pajama a pajama night would do it. <laughs> really would. But yeah, all right. So come on down for boxer brief night, or come on down for pajama <laughs> night. Either way, when you're down here, try drinking the Baja 1000. Their uh, brewed IPA. It was Absolutely. really good. Which how, is that going to be a staple? That, that, yeah. That so is it is one a of staple that yeah. you guys have. Oh yeah. man. The one thing, uh, like, we already talked about how, like, it's not so dry that it dries your tongue out. The other thing I can say is it's not, I think it's the Sierra Nevada Brute that it's, like, super malty and weird. Like, I don't know. It's unbalanced. Yeah, it's unbalanced and it doesn't work, like, at all. But, like, being that this is pretty much all Pilsner-based, like you were saying, right, Gary? Yeah, yes. And you don't get a whole lot of maltiness on it you just get a lot of fresh hop and it has that effervescence on it right. that carries through and it's just yeah a really good drinker I definitely and it's easy and sneaky and sneaky <laughs> definitely sneaky so you get that fresh hop bouquet on the nose uh, but as you're drinking it it's just so velvety slick smooth yeah oh god you have three of those you better be calling an uber <laughs> yeah you have three of those you're in trouble <laughs> but uh you know, you can always take some home in cans, and then you'll Call be safe. Call Reeds, baby. That's what we're doing. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we're going to wrap up segment two, and we're going to come back with segment three, and we're going to have a, a new game. The Ooh. Debuting a new game. Can't wait to hear more, Ooh, Steve. Especially for the guys at Couch. So stay tuned. Mm. Segment three. We'll be back. It's episode 114, segment three. It's still Dennis. It's still Steve. It's still Darren, Carrie, and Mike from Couch at Couch. So that means a third beer 
Carrie, go ahead. This is raspberry duvet. It's an oatmeal stout with a ton of raspberry flavor in it. It is the beer that really started Couch. Yeah, as we heard in segment two, this is the one that really hit for you guys. So, I, I don't know. Give me more. Like, how many raspberries? What's the ABV? What are you, what are you swinging in this one? It's a seasonal, so this is a newer version compared to last year. Of course, like every time I make a beer, I tweak it. Uh, we changed the malts up in it. We added more chocolate wheat malt and took out some like black patent. Uh, we had black prints in it before. So it's it's a lot of dehusked malts. Uh, there's a ton of oatmeal in it. Not as much as like a hazy IPA, but there's still a fair amount to keep it smooth. It's been a beer that I always look forward to brewing and I always enjoy having. And it's it's a beer that I love to share with people. And it was completely different than all of the IPAs and stuff that, out the, you know, that, that, that other ones were doing. So I like that we zig when everybody else zags. You know, I, I like that everyone's releasing summer beers, and we absolutely do release summer beers. Yeah. And in fact, we're releasing a summer beer very shortly. It's a um, it's a hefty IPA. I don't know if anyone's ever made a hefty IPA, hmm. but um, you know, we're the only ones releasing a stout in the middle of freaking summer. <laughs> so bumping ninety degrees and yeah, it's like what it was like ninety two, ninety three degrees, and we're drinking stout. And, yeah. But like. For whatever goddamn reason, it works, man. It works really, really well. well I mean, one of the most refreshing things you'll ever have is Beth. She came up with the, you know, basically a raspberry duvet float. Yeah, you can so get this it's in the like float. yeah, Ooh. put some ice cream. In. Oh my god! Ooh. It's, uh, <laughs> Ooh, I just gained ten pounds thinking about it again. Ooh, baby girl. <laughs> yeah. So like having this in float form. So if you let's all have a try of it. Yeah. I mean, you know, anytime we review stouts on the show, it's pretty easy to just look at it and go, hey, it looks like a stout. I mean, it's hard to get away. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) On the nose, though, that's where it really separates itself. Holy shit, there's a lot of raspberry coming off of that. (laughs) You were not kidding about that puree. Yeah. In here, is in there like swimwear. Yeah. 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 There's a lot in there. So, you know, time to take a taste. Yeah, that's refreshing. Yep, I see how you build a business off of that beer. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, that convinced me (laughs) to chip in five dollars that I'm worth. (laughs) I'll give you guys tree fitting. (laughs) (laughs) That's a six dollar beer you drink. Yeah. (laughs) All right, we paid it off, Dennis. (laughs) We did it. it. (laughs) We did it. But yeah, that's that's really refreshing. It's uh, it's light. It's not like heavily roasty or anything like that. It has that refreshingness about it. You can tell it's not a really thick, like syrupy in any right. way. It doesn't have kind of that uh, burn that you get from a lot of really heavy uh, heavy stouts that are like all full of sugar and shit. But yeah, this is like really refreshing. You get a lot of the raspberry. Both on the nose and on the taste. What did you say the ABV was on this bad boy? 5.25. So it's, Whoa. you know, if there is such a thing as a summer stout, mm-hmm. maybe we invented something, a summer stout. A summer so. stout? And definitely think you're on something because it's definitely, like Steve said, super refreshing on the nose. Um, 
just a wide gambit of raspberry flavors. Like I'm picking up parts of the raspberry I didn't even know existed before. Yeah, like 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 the the aftertaste, like the raspberry and chocolate aftertaste. There's there's no real chocolate in here. It's all chocolate malt. It's mm-hmm. good. Malt, yeah. yeah, it's all done. Chocolate with malt. and raspberry is a a classic pairing. It, right, they go right. They're amazing together. They just go hand in hand. Yeah. <laughs> like keep your heart beating more efficiently. <laughs> but, you know, you can see why I fell in love with this beer, you know. This is good. Yeah. And, and, and to that end, it's also not like overly tart or anything like that. No. It's just kind of, right. it's, it's nice and sweet and refreshing. But like, but like who in their right mind releases a stout in the uh, middle of something? Honestly, you say that, but I'm a big There's stout a, lover yeah. and I f- like go out of my way to find breweries that are um you guys not many not a whole lot no not a whole lot um but i, I, I definitely I, really appreciate it yeah i think i, I hate had like waiting to winter maybe five at the recent pittsburgh beer yeah, fest but most of them are somewhat towards like an original like maybe an oatmeal stout like a very yeah. true to form yeah um you guys are doing what other breweries wouldn't attempt to do during the winter time like a a heavy flavored stout um but this is perfect Mm -hmm. like i can picture not me personally but anyone who rides a bike i don't i'll drive a car uh after you (laughs) ride 10 miles like getting off and just craving this i think that that's really on point Thank you. You can look at the light on, you know, hitting the glass and everything. You can see the red from the raspberries even. It it really shines through. Even as dark as a beer that is, you can still see the red in the head on mm-hmm. it. It's, it's a delicious beer. I mean, we're our goal is to have a, a wide variety of drafts to offer people. <laughs> Mission and, complete. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. And we're always going to have a stout. Mm. whether it changes or not it were one of those lines is always going to be dedicated to a, a year-round stout that's perfect because so. you know looking at recent market research so stout beer drinkers are more vocal than any other beer drinkers oh wow you would have Word. an ipa person come in and go all right what do you have on that's an ipa They'd be like, well, we don't have an IPA on. Okay, what's your hoppiest? And they'll drink it and they'll be happy. Yeah, yeah. You have a stout person that comes in. Hey, what's your, I want a stout. Oh, we don't have one. They're immediately going to Yelp, beer advocate, right here. <laughs> you know what? All that you're, stuff. You're exactly right, though. Yeah, I mean, like, people love, like, especially dark beer fans. Yeah. Like, like, that's what they love. And I'm 100% there with them. I, yep. I love, I love dark beers. In November, we had what we call blackout and we made five different stouts and raspberry duvet was not one of them because that's our summer stout you don't have to whisper that and yes it was another porno porno. and i think it won the avn award in 1991 blackout i just just wasn't ready 92 why am i ready for that why am i always a year behind with my avn awards but we had blackout and we had five different stouts on tap it was it was like it was, Pits- it was like Pittsburgh was craving a stout yeah. release, dude. It was so insane here that day. I was I was so glad when that day was over. I, I was physically exhausted. Oh man! Because we were running around. You put like in crazy. that man work. <laughs> but we had five different stouts. We had our our flagship recliner. We had a Chipotle cinnamon stout called Nocho de Discoteca 
put your microphone back up. It looks like, <laughs> Sorry, my, it looks I like need you're room about to for faint. my jaw to drop. <laughs> that was utterly fantastic. We had a coffee stout with one more cup of coffee. One more cup of coffee, a Bob Dylan oh, song yeah. made with commonplace coffees. Coffee. Wonderful. How long ago was this? This was in November. Yeah. Where the hell was I? (laughs) (laughs) We had next to Mars, which was our cranberry style. Do you understand the name? Next to Mars. I get it. It's a cranberry (laughs) style. (laughs) Cranberries next to Mars on the map. Sticks with (laughs) So I'm a big like physics major, and I was thinking like, no, what are you? Is cranberry an asteroid? (laughs) But I now understand. (laughs) But I'm also terrible at geography. And then and then we had uh, tiki torch, which was our chocolate Mm. coconut, which you had earlier. Phenomenal. Yeah, which you had off the record. Beautiful. Right off the off the record, it's pretty damn good. Yeah. If you need to get here and just drink these beers. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah. Um, we're definitely going to do blackout again. We're going to expand blackout from last year. Yeah. Uh, that was our very first time of just trying all stouts. It was, and it was the very perfect day. It was like the first cold day of the year. Mm-hmm. And the stars aligned for us, and it yeah. was it was a wonderful, wonderful day. It was a, a it was a big gamble for us because yeah, it really was because nobody's like, done that before. No, yeah. you know, because nobody's like, ever like, put five stars. You guys stops are doing those big gambles a lot, like things that people haven't done before, yeah. and so far it's been paying off. You know, you're you're exactly right. And, and I said earlier, when everyone's zigging, we're zagging. Yeah. Like like in a world of hazies, like what's your next IPA? What's your next IPA? And we're like, fuck it, we're gonna put five stouts out in one day. Oh, yeah. Dude, the it, stout the stout drinkers are out there. They yeah. just need some oil. They showed they, oil. They, are, yeah. they yeah. were out there in force, and and even the people who didn't like stouts, because you know we were doing a flight, and uh, our, our GM Beth gave you got a deal on the flight, so like you weren't paying full price for all five stouts mm-hmm. and people were buying like mixed four packs and stuff out of oh, that yeah. you know so that's a, ooh, that's a good idea yeah if <laughs> steve would know about it he would have drove from what is it like 50 minutes away steve out of the fucking woods yeah <laughs> that's <laughs> the only time he comes out of the woods well, you know that was that that's was, how that's how you draw a bear out of the woods you get it you say you got a bunch true. of stouts on tap that but, and picnic baskets yeah <laughs> but like that was a huge game that was a huge gamble for us to do that because no one was was doing anything like that at that time. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I was very nervous that day whether it would be a success or not. Mm-hmm. And we were wildly successful at it. We even we changed the website to go yeah like all everything black and white. everything was subdued oh, yeah, like so cool. all, and we all of our social it. was like it was uh do you remember the metallica um the, the black yeah. album yep. it was all black and it had like that rattlesnake that was right. kind of like little gray in the corner we changed everything it was all black it is badass yeah <laughs> so and then we just did that for a week I think other than our opening day, that was probably one of our best days Dude, of the year. Yeah. Got to make it an yeah. annual thing. Oh, absolutely. We'll definitely swing yeah, in. Yeah, blackout's coming back. We one. even changed the lights. The lights were uh, were black lights. Dude, you know. nice. It was pretty <laughs> yeah. cool. <laughs> so, yeah, like we love to have fun, not only with the beer, but with the atmosphere and especially with our customers. Like we want everyone yeah. to – your brewery's got to be about something. It's mm-hmm. not got to be about – standing in a line somewhere or you know we want people to come here and like just like be with one another and right people go to work people go home 
people need that other place to hang out. Yeah. And right. we want to be that other place. Somewhere right to on. drink comfortably. Yeah. Oh. oh. Mm. <laughs> it's like a movie when they randomly say the movie Sudden title death. in the movie. Yes. <laughs> so. Well, you guys said you like having fun. So it's time we play uh, a new game. Let's do it. Here on the Hop Nation USA. Should we take our pants off first? Uh, <laughs> However you get comfortable. I had mine down. <laughs> Mike's ahead of the game on that, but that's not the game. <laughs> the game is not how fast can you take your pants down. That's a different game. That's, well, a, that's, later, a, that's la- a later game. That's the last game we played with Dennis last time he was here. <laughs> and I won. It's <laughs> <laughs> the last time we do that in the parking lot. <laughs> Thursdays oh at 10.30. After close. Oh, boy. <laughs> Thursdays at 10.30. How fast can you take your pants down? <laughs> but no, uh, the game we're playing is called Mashed. Ooh. Yes, Mashed is uh, analogous to Chopped, if you've ever watched that on the Food Network. Yes. Uh, we're going to do some theoretical brewing, though. In uh, Chopped, you get a basket full of ingredients, and you you have to cook for either lunch, dinner, or dessert however it goes uh mash is a little different we're going to give you a scenario and uh, we're going to give you some restrictions and then you're going to tell us the beer that you would brew for that event or scenario and you're each going to go around and then dennis and i are going to judge all three of you on your response and we're going to award points and we're going to see who is mashed Christ, since <laughs> my so wait, idea of fine so cuisine is Before McDonald's. we start this, yeah. are you asking us all the same question, or do yeah. we all get different questions? No, you're all going to get the same scenario. So the last guy is going to have more time to think than the first guy. That's true. So we're going to do two scenarios, and okay. then first time we'll start, we'll, we'll start with you, Darren. And, but and then the middle guy always gets the same amount of time. <laughs> yeah, middle guy always gets the same amount of time. <laughs> Well, rotate do, do around, you want, go this way. Do, do you yeah. want Kerry to go first all the time since this he's a head brewer? Darren. Not everything <laughs> no, it doesn't the matter. same. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm comfortable in my own skin. All right, then. So, the first scenario I'm going to give you, though, is there's a wedding in September, and the groom is from Pennsylvania, and the bride is from Hawaii. What beer do you brew to represent both states and celebrate the wedding? This kind of... Easy but hard at the same time. I love Hawaii. Yeah, I've, I've been there before. three times. One from in, in my mind, I have to have mango and coconut in it for sure to represent Hawaii. And if you could also capture Hawaii has like a sweetness to the air, and I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's like the, the sea and the, uh, the the flowers and the vegetation. If if I could capture that sweetness of the air, and then from Pennsylvania, oh wow. That's a good question. Other than putting halushki in it, uh, which might which might actually work, but um, there's a lot of malt production in Western Pennsylvania. CNC malt being one yep, of them. Absolutely, I would absolutely use CNC malt as my base malt and, and flavor malts, and then you know from the state of Hawaii, I would absolutely use mango. I would absolutely use coconut. Um, if I could figure a way to put uh, poi in there or, or taro root. I would certainly do that as well. But, um, yeah, so that's my... Damn. I'm getting thirsty again, Steve. That's my version of mashed. Do do you have a style for the beer? It it would be like a fruity ale. Mm. You know, I I would add all of... Yeah, I would add all of the mango. I would add the coconut post-primary fermentation. In September, it's now July. 
I have plenty of time to let that stuff sit and let those That's flavors true. melt together. I, I think that would be a nice beer. Because I, I think mango and coconut would go wonderful together. All righty, Carrie. All right. I would do, is this an early September or late September wedding? Any, well... Get Green Day involved. Oh, just wait you when September ends. You are such a beer nerd. I think I know what Carrie is shooting for. I'll give you a late September. Late September. Mm. Well, I had one thought, and then maybe a second thought. <laughs> the first thought was a, a pumpkin, but it's not going to be quite pumpkin yet. Pumpkin will be late, no late oh, wait, October. I thought- I thought pumpkin came out in August. <laughs> Doesn't everybody release pumpkin beers in August? Yeah, mostly. Um, anyway, <laughs> I would do a tomato gozo. Oh, God. Tomato Damn. from Pennsylvania, and a, a gozo has that salt, and that would be the ocean from Hawaii. Oh, you son of a bitch. Simple. Oh, That's it. You magnificent son of a bitch. <laughs> you are a beautiful man. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, hold on. <laughs> what kind of tomato would you use? Don't say beefsteak. Mm, probably Roma. Mm, it's a good tomato. Yeah, more yeah. F- more flesh. Than I've never heard someone seeds. say mm, that's a good tomato. It is. <laughs> Romas are wonderful tomatoes. Any heirloom I would have taken as well. Huh. Plus salt See, and tomato or oh, perfect. Yeah. yeah. Would you throw some basil in that beer? Yeah, you could propagate it all season, so. There is a huge Asian population in Hawaii. They use a lot of basil or, or, or some kind of Asian spice. Oh, you hmm. could go off the culinary Oh, side that's a good idea. Yeah. I, went, I went totally generic, you know, you know, tropical island. Oh, no, I'd drink it. But like, what you like, came up with. But like Carrie went in depth. That's that, that's like this. Uh, this guy was over there. Yeah, this thinking. is like this is the chef side of Carrie. Damn, get delicate it. genius. Yeah, he stole my idea because I'd wrote, written it on a piece of paper and showed him what I was going to say, and then he took it. To be fair, Mike, you wrote yeah. it on a napkin. Okay, <laughs> if you write it on a napkin, it's fair game. It was sanitary. That's all right. You know what? Why don't we do that beer? We should. Yes. That, honestly, it sounds freaking delicious. Who the hell makes a damn tomato beer? No one. No never one. had it. You know what? Cut this out of your podcast <laughs> so that no one hears I'm that. Not, I'm not cutting it out. There, There is there is a Spaghetti Goza out there. Oh, there is a Spaghetti Goza? There is there? a Spaghetti Goza out there. It was, I believe it was just at the GABF this year. Uh, it was, you know, tomato, oregano, and I believe, uh, I believe basil. Well, so, we so it's, are it's putting happened. dibs on the tomato Hawaiian yeah. beer. It's happened, but it's not happened here. So there you go. <laughs> you guys can be the first East Coast. Because I think that one was from uh, the Midwest. Uh, I can't remember the name. There is, it's one of the Chicago breweries that does a lot of weird herbal shit, though. So <laughs> I don't know. I'm looking for somebody for confirmation. <laughs> on what. You mean like, you mean like herb, like weed? Not no, not like oh. not not that kind of herb. No, that's that's all Lagunitas. <laughs> that's all Lagunitas and two roots that uh, fuck around with that herb. <laughs> all right, Mike, you're up. We gave you enough banter. You you've thrown away your napkin. You should have had a new idea by now. What do you got? You know, for the Hawaiian, I'd have to go with. You know, I'm an IPA guy through and through. I mean, granted, I love this raspberry duvet stout, but I, I am you know one of those guys that is in. IPA fiend, so I would have to do like a pineapple 
IPA, but it would be made with water from the three rivers. So, <laughs> oh. so you sure it's not a stout? <laughs> that might be a stout. <laughs> or at brown least a brown ale. ale. Yeah. <laughs> at least, minimum brown ale. If you're going to Honest to God, when I lived in Texas, the first time I ever came to Pittsburgh, I wanted to go to, go to the point and get some bottled water and take it back to my house so I can do like the priest on Sundays. Here we go, oh. Steve. That would have been your last Sunday if you did that. <laughs> It'll probably burn the house down. I like the idea of like you know going super citrusy, pineapple. That is good though. Yeah. yeah, Pennsylvania grains and all that stuff. Yeah, you, you got to use the Pennsylvania water. You know, the Iron City. Yeah, Iron City was brewed by steel workers, and you had to have a steel gut to be able to endure it. So <laughs> they're all right. They live long enough. You know, <laughs> they feeling good. So it'd definitely be some, you know, a, a pineapple IPA. Were you were you pleased with our answers? Yeah, Darren, I, I liked your idea. You had, you know, a bit of a classic take on things. You, you, you're sourcing things locally. So I, I liked your idea, but Kerry has definitely gone the experimental route. So we'll, we'll see how all that shakes out at the end. But for now, you guys are on to your second scenario, and I'll let Dennis present his idea and what beer he wants to see from you guys. Alrighty, so as you guys have probably picked out, I'm nerdy, I'm weird. For my army time, I'm like a survivalist. So we're about to dip right into uh, this scenario. <laughs> so you were setting out to travel across the ocean. Before you set sail, you must brew a beer that will give you electrolytes and fight off scurvy. In case you get lost in the open ocean, what beer do you brew? Just so everyone knows, scurvy was a disease that plagued 1800s and pre-1800s sailors when they w didn't have access to fresh fruit. They had a vitamin C deficiency, which caused a heavy bleeding of the gums. And if you had any wounds, which pirates were accustomed to, if they healed, they would unheal because vitamin C is what pulls every the healing process in your body together. So electrolytes, you must battle off scurvy. We'll start with you. Mike. Well, oh Christ. <laughs> you got to battle scurvy. <laughs> it's a thing, man. Oh, yeah. We do have the Pittsburgh Pirates, so yeah. <laughs> I think the whole team has scurvy. That's true. Um, I would do something like a an orangey um an orange Belgian, something that was you know, ha has a lot of orange flavor to it. it. Has a lot of orange peel. That way, you get the vitamin C. Maybe mix in a little other fruit. You know, like some of the other citrusy fruits, like little grapefruit. That way, you know, because I can watch my girlish figure with the grapefruit because obviously <laughs> that helps you lose weight. So I would say like a uh, orange grapefruit, a bit something like that. Something that's light has you know easy drinking because you know, you're gonna be setting sail all day in the hot sun you're gonna be unless you're going the ride of the titanic you're you're gonna be in the in the heat so definitely something light and refreshing that you could drink a lot of and sounds tasty yeah I'm, I'm, i think i'm gonna go try so, one now i'll be right back <laughs> so an orange grapefruit belgian is what yes. you're going for all right any comments steve I mean, smart thinking, smart thinking. He's, he's got the citrus in there, and, you know, he's thinking about the hot sun. So, yeah, you know, you're a front runner of being the first one. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm, I'm finally in first, damn it. <laughs> Carrie, your thoughts? I would make a brass monkey. You can't just take somebody else's. 
I funky, funky. Yeah, drink it down on the label and put OJ in it. You're good. <laughs> I would do, uh, I would do a, a serious West Coast IPA with a ton of Cascade because mm. the Cascade has that grapefruit flavor. So maybe you really wouldn't be able to fight off the scurvy, but you'd be drunk doing it. So you'd be okay. <laughs> you, you'd be the most inefficient crew. <laughs> How far did we make it, Captain? We haven't even left the docks yet. Yeah. This tastes super citrusy, but it's doing shit for my but scurvy. I like what you did there with the um, suit, like West Coast, like hopping it up, because that's how yeah. Yeah. IPAs even came about, was, yeah. you know, long yeah. journeys of keeping the beer. Yeah going the original ocean voyaging beer so that's true i mean it's hundreds of years of being proven so why would i wouldn't fight it i'd go with it since he won't let me do a brass monkey like it so but but the thing is you know the ipa the ipa was so it would survive the voyage right this is going to be drank during the voyage that's true i might not even make it (laughs) (laughs) super tasty crap we're out (laughs) I would have to agree with Carrie. <laughs> Brass Only, monkey? No, no. <laughs> I would do something that's high in hops only because you don't know how long your voyage is going to be. You never gave us the end date of that's our true. voyage, correct? Across the ocean, baby. Hops, preserved beer. However, mm, however, mm. citrus isn't the, isn't the only thing that provides vitamin mm. C. Talking Ooh. dirty. Yes, I am talking dirty. <laughs> Strawberries, cherries, broccoli. I did some oh, cheating shit. while we were waiting for. Oh, uh, <laughs> you used the Google winter cheese. squash <laughs> would be yes. However, winter squash for whatever reason that stuck out at me. And so, what are some winter squashes? Butternut squash would be a nice mm. squash. Pumpkin, acorn. of course. Acorn squash. Acorn squash. I love the taste of acorn squash. My mother makes it with butter and brown sugar and roasts it in the oven. Damn. Now imagine that. A a beer, a nice ale with that, a nice hoppy ale with that butternut squash with brown sugar and butter flavor to it. The only thing is, what kind of hops would you use? In my opinion, I think think Equinot would be nice because Equinot's got like that nice tropical... Hmm. You know, that pineapple papaya type thing. I think it would match nice. Citra, everybody's using citra. Everybody's <laughs> using Willamette. What uh, style would this beer be? Ooh. If I could, I would make it as funky as I could. Yeah, I, sour. I would make it a sour. I would make it a goza. I would make it a saison. I would make it something because... I love. Wait, did you say you're gonna make a sour goza saison? It's in that style. It would either be a sour. It would be a goza. It would be a saison. Something that's super funky. Saison would would probably be my choice. I like saisons because I like like I love cheese. The funkier the cheese, the more right. I like it. Um, and, and, and that's why I like saison. That might pair well on the long voyage with whatever dried meats or whatever that yeah, they have. Know, what, that might know, be. Whatever other stuff is going bad. Huh. It, they'll all taste the same. But would the brown sugar end up fermenting out as well? And if so, yeah, the brown sugar would end up fermenting out. Maybe you use insulin for hops. Perhaps. <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> that beer's going to give this you This is diabetes. all theoretical, Michael. This is all theoretical. 
So I, I, I think through... Or would you rather say, we'd like to make a hazy IPA with that? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm personally, I'm kind of done with those. I mean, they're, they're, they have their place, but I've had enough. So, Am I out of the negative numbers yet? Uh, you, you were never in the negative numbers. Oh. Through the first round, um, w- we did go with Carrie. Yes. Of course. Of course you did. He, he, delicate he, genius. He was, he was very, he had his uh, experimental thinking cap on. You know, he kind of impressed us with thinking the Roma tomatoes, rather than fruits coming from Hawaii, he took fruits from Pennsylvania. That, it it yeah. sounds absolutely yeah, delicious. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. We, yeah. You may have to yeah. dabble with that one. Yeah, you may have to dabble Cut with that. Cut that out because someone's going to steal that. <laughs> Just put a long B. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we well, second place in the first round, we gave to Darren. Um, your idea. <laughs> we thought your idea, you know, it was kind of a classic take, but you know, it was, it, it was just super obvious. Right, me, right. You, you, know. you went, and I think the only reason why Mike got third is because he decided to use the shitty river water that people die in. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> to, to be fair, Mike, like we didn't know if that was going to be a brown ale. <laughs> I'm okay with two nipples. I didn't want to throw. Just depends on which river I get it from. I mean, if the Mon, you know, one thing. <laughs> but in the second round, we went a little differently. In the second round, we actually gave it to Darren. Oh, wow. Yeah. We thought we thought your idea with uh, using brown sugar and butternut squash, like you went outside of the usual lemons, limes, and oranges to fight off the scurvy, and you brought like a, what sounds like a really hearty beer because it's it's full of brown sugar and hops, so it also well, will last. We're in the middle of the ocean. You need right. like a comfort Dude, food, I right? Thought, right? I thought it was very well done. I thought it would pair well with a lot of cuisine that you might have traveling across, across the ocean. You don't have a lot of fresh foods nine yeah, times out of ten, sushi, so that taste. Buddy, out the yin-yang, you have oh, sushi. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I guess you could definitely do that, <laughs> but uh, it sounded like a hearty beer. You might even get some proteins, vitamin You a, being an army there. vet, you had to have read Survival, Evasion, and Escape, yep. didn't you? Yep. Absolutely. So did I. (laughs) It was good. Very well done. And I hope to see something like that done here at Couch Brewery. (laughs) So check it out. They're lost at sea when it comes out. (laughs) Oh, oh, yes. That's a fantastic name. Bam. Not only is Steve freaking handsome, but he's smart, too. Oh, yeah. For sure. He's He's just not an empty hot shell. Second round, we went. Mike was second. Your your idea was pretty. You know, it was pretty down the middle. You know, but uh, you you fought off scurvy, which was important to me. That was a big important thing. Did you fight off scurvy? And you did. Which was. 1983. Right. Correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> AVN award-winning gay porn film fighting off scurvy. <laughs> Is that correct, uh, Dennis? Late 83, but you're right. <laughs> yes, I finally got one right. <laughs> November 1983. I, bl- I remember. I, I believe the tagline. five, they had the sequel, you know, Crooked Scurvy. Ooh, ooh, yeah. yeah. Wasn't believe- as successful as the first one. No, you know, the sequels are never as yeah. good. Um, Some, so I, just, I was just going to say, I remember the taglines for both movies. Uh, you know, obviously, the first movie was all full of semen. And then <laughs> the second movie was completely full of semen. <laughs> And some um, critics actually uh, curved a little to the left on the second one. Oh, wow. Yeah, 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 you're absolutely right. I remember reading that in the trade magazines. You're right. You're absolutely right. 
But uh, unfortunately, things you can learn on <laughs> Automation USA. Oh yeah. <laughs> Unfor- unfortunately, Carrie, though, uh, in the second round, we had to put you last because you did not fight off scurvy. I just wanted to make beer. Yeah. Well, yeah, you, <laughs> yeah. You, you, you make a high drunk. <laughs> they had a great time, but they died. Carrie yeah. just wanted to make a high-octane beer to hide your misery. <laughs> the, the, problem, the, the problem with your beer is it outlasted everybody in the ship. <laughs> everybody died. <laughs> so in the end, though, tallying up the scores, uh, in third place, Mike, he's already raising his hand he knows <laughs> <laughs> Woo! I'm in the top four <laughs> finished top four finished strong he meddled good for him and in second place it's actually Carrie the what? brewer yeah what? just just the way the points work out it comes up Carrie and in first place we have Darren so my oh, lost at sea your lost at butternut, sea butternut butternut squash with but brown sugar yeah. butter <laughs> yeah equinot equinot saison saison yeah sounds, sounds delicious <laughs> yeah your 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 comfort like that food was, you know what we do have a saison coming up on the brew schedule maybe yeah Maybe do that's it. what it is. Do it. Maybe. We'll but come back down with the A delicate change will say, well, butternut squash isn't in season yet, so we won't, we won't be we'll using that. We'll reach out to the Pittsburgh Pirates and see if they want to be a part of it. Lost at sea? Lost at sea. I don't want to be associated with that. Well, they're lost in baseball, smart. So. That's smart. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't want to be associated with the Pirates. Well, who knows? They might, uh, I, they might still, get us something. No matter I still how love they the are, Pirates, I still so, love like, hometown yeah. teams. Like. I love going to the stadium. I mean, I... Even if you hate baseball, you have to love going to that stadium. It's beautiful. Oh, it's a beautiful down there. stadium. Yeah. Beautiful down there. Yeah, they know how the to make money. The like I'm not going to say they don't. All right. Well, we gave out our medals for the mashed, and uh, it looks like Carrie and Mike were mashed in this one, and and Darren is our champion for this episode. We call we'll, him may, yeah. Well, maybe we'll come back in a future episode, give him another chance, give him some more scenarios, yeah. or maybe looking somebody else will compete. We'll see. Who knows? That was fantastic. Like, that was a great. Yeah. Uh, I love that. Thanks. Yeah, Thanks. That was fun. Yeah. yeah, give us a scenario. Yeah. But uh, now that you guys have gotten your medals, I, I think it's time that we start giving out medals for the beers. Uh, you know, do you, do you have any final thoughts on the Raspberry Duvet, Dennis? Oh, uh, other, other than it's delicious and I it's, think it's super drinkable. and in the final rankings. Okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, do you want to do final rankings first? Oh, I'll go second. Okay, uh, I'll go first then. I'm the best we, number we two. Always, you know, we always leave the uh, the owners and the brewers to rank their babies and yes. you know make it hard for them. But uh, I'll go first. Uh, for me, I think uh, in bronze, I'm going to give to the Siesta. I think it was a really good beer. It's really well constructed. It's completely different than what you get anytime uh, you see the word Mexican in any other beer. The peppers really add a different uh, flavor to them. It's not like drinking a jalapeno or a habanero beer that are out there because it's not hot. It just adds that uh, little bit of smokiness and a little bit of flavor pop at the end. It, it builds a little bit on your palate, but it's never you know offensive or any way so like anybody could drink it but for you know it just a uh, personal personal taste and personal style wise I, uh, I i i like ipas a little bit more and that's why i'm going to give silver to the baja 1000 that's super drinkable it's uh it, we don't see a lot of brute ipas at the moment and I've, we've always talked about how like people are still finding the style uh, Sierra Nevada didn't find it. <laughs> like, despite being a huge you know regional brewer, they haven't found it. But I've had some other brute IPAs from other people, and uh, this one was very similar to what we had at Rock Bottom. 
and that is super clean and super pale and it's easy to drink but you know it's nine three percent like you don't taste any booze on it and it you don't taste any booze on it but it's not because there's like a crazy amount of adjuncts like you would find in a decadent ipa where they just throw in a bunch of marshmallows and pop tarts and other sugary things to cover up it ju- it just comes through super clean and you could be in trouble if you go too far <laughs> so but yeah uh, and, and for gold i gotta go raspberry duvet it is so easy drinking and so full of raspberry flavor without ever being tart but never too sweet that you get tired of it either way it's yeah it's a really good drinkable beer and i can see why the brewery was basically built on it so yeah i, I enjoyed it a lot dennis well, Steve, that was a good lineup there. I'm going to differ from you ever so slightly, and this is a tough decision. All the beers were really, really tasty, um, so by putting something bronze doesn't mean it wasn't good beer. It was super good. So, like I said, this was a little tough, but I think for bronze, I'm going to have to go with the Baja 1000, a.k.a. Sneaky Pete, um, <laughs> only because, you know, it was a very good beer, very clean like I said, you had three or four of those, you're going home a happy person, like without a doubt. But in the silver uh, category was going to be the Siesta only because the flavor profile, and I thought it was very, very complex as far as how everything layered the different peppers. It was just so tasty. And, and I loved uh, Darren and Carrie's uh, statement earlier that it's a great lawnmower beer, like legitimately I don't cut my own grass, but if I did, I just pay too much in yeah, a townhouse. Just people are, uh, you know, but I will drink it and watch people cut the grass. Like, without a town. It's still it, a lawnmower beer. Dude, it, yeah, 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 so, it's still a lawnmower beer. It, it is so good, and it's refreshing in the fact that it's not like every other pepper beer out there on the market, so I definitely appreciated it. Um, Beth actually created a Michelada using the Siesta, and oh my, it's just it's so good. It, it, it You could spice it up, and oh, you would fall in love with it. it it's one of those beer, you know, it, it makes it a good breakfast beer. It makes it, you know, if you're gonna start, if you're gonna drink all day, you gotta start in the morning. So you might as well start off with a Michelada and roll from there. So, good old brunch. Yeah. Well, I guess we all know where that leaves us. Is that raspberry duvet bringing in the gold medal? Once when I held that beer in my hand, I felt like I pulled the sword from King Arthur's stone. (laughs) (laughs) It was, you know, a fresh bouquet of fresh fruits and, oh, hell, we'll talk about that later. (laughs) (laughs) A fresh bouquet of fruits and raspberry and it smelled very good and the only thing that beat out the smell was the taste. So I will definitely look forward to having another one. Before I leave tonight, without a doubt. So, gold place going to the raspberry duvet. We will give you each a four pack to take home with you. Oh, Enjoy. Always. Always. King oh. Arthur Stone told you I pulled out for a reason. <laughs> so uh, that brings us that brings us to Mike, Darren, and Carrie. I kind of want Carrie to go last since they're his baby babies. But you got you guys are like, you know, Mike and Darren, you guys are kind of the stepdads, the Joeys and the Jessies. So, uh, you know, what when do you go first rank it? How do you feel? 
good lord i'm an ipa person so this is hard for me to do but i i would say i would actually you know do the bronze with the baja just because you know there's so many ipas out there so it's you know it's a great beer but the other two are just that much more unique that set that puts them in a different category so to speak so i would say the baja because i i you know i never met an ipa i didn't like and that one you know i almost kicked my wife out of the house and moved it in instead but (laughs) so that one's bronze the siesta is gonna go silver i you know it's such a flavorful beer it's the the peppers in it the you know i get a lot of ginger out of it it's there's so many complex layers to it that it, it's just such an incredible beer and especially when you make it into the michelada oh and uh, i'm thinking i might have to have one now but gold i've got to go with duvet too i mean we've had people you know uh one of our friends andre who helped us building the brewery he calls it Dre's duvet. Beth fell in love with it too, so she she was they were fighting over whose whose duvet it was. So we almost had to nickname it Pillow Fight because the two of them were going to fight behind the bar. Over <laughs> it. And it's just a so it's the finish on it's just incredible. And I'm not even a stout person myself. I mean, I I enjoy stouts from time, but this one it's not overly roasty it's it's just a super smooth drinking stout with a lot of raspberry flavor on the finish of it and i'm just really digging the hell out of it mm-hmm. yeah agree <laughs> i am a stout person yeah so i can say yes <laughs> that's my wheelhouse darren i think I'm, I'm, I'm i'm almost exactly the same as mike i'm gonna go siesta bronze and 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 it's and it's it's a very, very difficult uh, decision for me to make. Um, if I'm going down the lineup, if I just had those three beers to go by, I think I would take Siesta third out of my choices. Um, I absolutely love Siesta. I especially love Siesta whenever we're making it. So this year we. I think we pressure cook the peppers this year, correct? Yes. Because we get the pressure, yes. we we get the peppers; they're dried, so you have to hydrate them, and then we pressure cooked them this year to get extract the flavor. It sweats out. it out. Mm. Yeah. That Ooh. smell Ooh. <laughs> is. Never thought about that. That smell is utterly fantastic. It that fills sm- the whole brewery. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. And wow. it, to it's me, like slow cooking something. It yeah. smells like. This is going to sound stupid. It smells like Mother Earth embracing you. <laughs> but, you know, it, it's, it's just like this very down-to-earth, beautiful smell. However, I really, really like Baja 1000. I, I love the Christmas of it. I love, and, and I'm not the biggest IPA guy in the world, but I love this IPA. I'm liking IPAs more and more. I wasn't the biggest IPA guy just due to the fact that IPAs in the past were all about the piney, resiny, super bitter. Mm-hmm. Now it's all about the flavor, and I love that. I love that Baja 1000 is, for the vast majority of the hops, it's it's uh, dry hopped after primary fermentation, and I love that freshness, the aroma of the hops. Number one, and this is what turned me to, to steer us in the, the direction of doing a brewery, is is 
got to be raspberry today. I love stouts. I will drink stouts on the hottest of days. Hell yes. I will drink them yes. in the desert when everybody else is drinking their lagers and their cold. Or their water, like yeah, a bunch of their suckers. Waters. I'll be like, <laughs> screw it. Give me a damn stout. Let's do it. I absolutely love this beer. This beer is very, very close to my heart. Um, and, and you can taste why it is so close to our heart. I, I think I know Kerry's ranking, at least what number one he's going to have. <laughs> but his taste and my taste are very, very similar to one another. And plus, like Duvet, not only is it just outstanding on its own, the memory that I have of that beer the very first time that I tried it, it was, it was a very, very personal connection with me and my friends. Mm. And it, it, it still touches me to this day that we make the beer that that was the touchstone to all of this mm. and uh i hope we never stop gary it's so unfair to ask me to do this <laughs> i know that's why know. we do it which channel every do you brewery. love more i love them all the same that's a lie <laughs> we it's do it at so every unfair. brewery <laughs> every brewer has to go through it now pick your children and tell us which one you hate the most <laughs> um my my third choice the bronze would go to baja only because I've always gravitated towards uh, non-IPA styles of beer. I like IPAs, and I'll drink IPAs, but my heart is elsewhere. Second would be Siesta, but by, like, just a micrometer <laughs> measurement, yeah. you know. Damn metric system. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like the, the teeniest of tiniest of margins. I love that beer because it's so complex. It has such a, a refreshing start and a, a kind of a hearty finish with the ginger that just it it opens up your palate and then welcomes the peppers. And I just it's yeah, Duvet just beats it out by just such a small margin. Duvet, raspberry, and chocolate, you can't say much more than that. Raspberry mm-hmm. and chocolate is a, a classical pairing. <laughs> and and the, even have that beer with like a brownie or a chocolate chip cookie or something like that just elevates it even more. There's something opposite like vanilla ice cream that yeah. it sets all that off. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So since you made me pick <laughs> and order them, Steve, that's that's it. That's you, you can okay. Thanks. Okay. Thanks. That's. I mean, that's Just all we're looking. Just don't make me rank every single beer that we have. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, we try. We try to keep the episode oh, yeah. an hour and a half. <laughs> Your least favorite beer would have to be Telly. Telly. Yeah. yeah. Well, you don't brew it anymore. So. No. Right. That's why we don't brew it. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, just keep it on rolling. Uh, Couch, why don't you guys give us all your plugs, your events, you know, how people can find you on social media. You go to Instagram and Twitter and Facebook, and it's all Couch Brewery, all one word. Um, We do bingo every Wednesday. Every Sunday, we have $5 off growler fills for 64-ounce growlers. Every Thursday, we have flight and a pint night. You get three beers and a flight and a pint for $12. So if you want to try some, all of our beers, and we usually have at least 10 or 11 beers on tap. Yeah. Um, and we, I think the last time we counted since we've been open, we brewed over 50 different styles of beer. Ooh. Yeah. So yeah. this, you know, 
or we're variants not, of beers. Yeah, or yeah. variants of those beers. So we're not, we're not, you know, we, we like to have fun and experiment with our beers a lot. Um, we always, we're always doing like quirky stuff. The, the Bob Ross on Sundays, in conjunction with five dollar off growler days. Um, the Saturday is eighties night, just for the hell of it. But there's always something going on. You can you can see our calendar. Uh, later in July, we're going to have uh, evening with the brewer with Carrie, and you get to meet him. And I would highly suggest you get a hug from him because you'll feel much better <laughs> afterwards. Only five dollars a hug. <laughs> well, it's five dollars extra for the hug. Come down sign and up hang for out. The email list. Yeah, sign up for our email list. Uh, we always send out like cool promotions and coupons, codes, and stuff. We want to be accessible to everybody. We don't want to be exclusive, you know. So, you know, drink comfortably. There's room on our couch for everyone. And we absolutely mean everyone, Mm -hmm. even New England Patriots fans. We will welcome them with open (laughs) arms. I know Dennis just dropped his mic. But, no, we seriously, we, we, we love meeting new people and having new people experience and what other brewery in town has a disco ball i mean yeah we have well we have two discos. yeah we have two you know we have one in the back as well because you know happy yeast makes great beer so if we're right. doing an american style beer we have a disco ball so they can be you know singing staying alive and you, stuff you and, you, you got to entertain all life forms great and small yeah. so yeah and, and then when we do use an english ale we got you know led zeppelin uh poster back there oh, right too, on. so yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. You got a light, do you got a black light for that poster or? Actually, we do have black okay. lights. Okay, so there you go. Somewhere. Yeah. yeah. And then for whenever we do the Belgians in the winter, we put up the posters of Jean Claude Van Damme. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, one of the one of them was uh, muscles from Brussels. So. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta have your sudden death, uh, and then you have time cop, and then. Uh, yeah. What was one of the Kumite blood sport? Blood sport, yeah, Kumite, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Dennis. You, yes. you have some plugs, too. What are, what are oh, you guys up to for July? He's got some. So reach out to us. First hit brew box across all social media platforms. We on them. Twitters, Instagrams, oh. Facebooks, oh. all those guys. Check us out. First hit brew As well, on top of that, we have beers on the bay coming up in Erie. Um, and for this month, which is the first month all year that we've actually released, um, who we're featuring in a brew box early on, we're actually partnering and collaborating with uh Fresh Fest this uh, month, nice. which is super cool. So we're celebrating diversity in the beer scene. So we're the only ones that you can get Fresh Fest dope swag from before Fresh Fest hits next month. Uh, so reach out, subscribe, and you'll get some really, really cool gear for a cause. Off the air, we will we will sample our Fresh Fest beer. It's still in the fermenter. Ooh. And we're not giving away any secrets, Ooh. but you guys can Let's try do it. it With that said, also off there, on there, whatever Steve wants to do, um, <laughs> we're looking to do multiple Fresh Fest pregame parties across breweries that are part of the Fresh Fest collaboration. Absolutely. Yeah, that's Here. definitely you staying guys on are there. definitely like on the <laughs> yep. list because we love couch brewing or brewery. So if you want to find us on social media, all you have to do is search Hop Nation USA, and that'll get you Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And if you want to listen to brand new episodes of Hop Nation USA podcast every Friday, as you should, even though this one actually came out on a Thursday for the holiday. Happy July 4th, everybody. You just have to search Hop Nation USA on your favorite podcatcher, including Stitcher, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, uh, Laughable, Player FM, and a whole bunch of other shit. 
and Spotify. We love our Spotify listeners. But if you're on any of those platforms, leave us a five-star review because... We're a six-star show, but they only let us give five. And that's a bigger crime than Dennis stealing Adam's catchphrase. Sorry, Adam. <laughs> but yeah, I, I just want to thank everybody here at Couch Brewing for having us down. You guys Brewery. have some... Brewery. Brewery. Fuck, I just did it. Done did it. Laura. Fuck, I did it. I want Hashtag to thank, not brewing. Yeah. <laughs> I want to thank everybody here at Couch Brewery thank you so for having us down and uh, letting us sample your beers. You have a lot of good stuff down here. Everybody who's out in the area looking for some place to like just feel at home, not feel rushed. Like this, yeah. This does not seem like a place like you feel like you're going to get chased out of. Like, Doesn't feel like a place anyone's running anywhere. No, exactly. <laughs> and I'm cool with that. I'm yeah. fuck running. Not a runner. <laughs> Apex predator over here, top of the food chain. Have you looked at my midsection? <laughs> fuck running. <laughs> we just want to thank you so much for coming down. You and Dennis for talking with us. It's been a true pleasure. We had a blast on this yes. side of the table. Yes. Awesome. We hope you guys had a blast. Oh, on for your sure, side for sure. Yeah. Learned a lot about pornography along with some beers and I think <laughs> that's probably the most important thing that we can get out of this yeah. podcast I, I hope we filled up everybody's <laughs> yes. we filled up everybody's <laughs> private Google search oh god we done did a lot <laughs> but uh alright thank you fellas yeah thank, thank you. you thank you thank you very much seriously yeah. thank you so much but uh we'll be back next week with episode 115 I don't know what we're doing yet I don't know who'll be Man. on it I think I will be humans. I got it. Yeah. I'm the one that's got to be in charge of this stuff. So <laughs> maybe Dennis, maybe not. Who knows? Dennis will be back sometime. We like Dennis. We'll be there. Yeah. Bugaboos. But until then, we'll see you next week. <laughs>